Hi, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. It's going to be titled Bag of Worms. I know that's an odd title, but trust me, this is a bag of worms. And just so you know, I talked a little bit last time about the Holy Spirit, about the need of the Holy Spirit, about And I promise to talk about the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to talk about the Holy Spirit, but I'm also going to talk about a bag of worms. And you say, how in in the world is that going to work? I'm going to pray a little bit. That's a little odd on a podcast. But uh, Lord, I just pray, oh God, that you would help me to sort out my information. I help you help me to communicate well. Help me to edit well and help me to splice together two threads. You know, the bag of worms and the baptism of the Holy Ghost, which can be a bag of worms. Thank you, Lord. Bag of worms. Everything in faith and recovery is a bag of worms. And this one, I found out something um, visiting a friend, dear friend. And I found, he handed me a book, or he mentioned something about a book. And when I got home after my trip, I found the book delivered to my door, which he had sent as a gift, because I'd mentioned that I had some issues with this particular subject. And apparently he was very interested in it, and so he wanted me to look at it and come up with uh, what I thought, hence the bag of worms. And at the same time, last time on episode 28, I was talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. I was talking about the Holy Spirit. And a funny thing is, again, I'm presented with something that is uh, unambiguous. I don't like unambiguous, especially from the Lord. I I like a little bit of wiggle room. I like to be able to you know, dance around and make my choices and do a bunch of stuff. That's not what this is. This isn't ambiguous. This is uh, directly in my face. You know, I like to ease into things. I like to be agreeable. I like a lot of things like that. People that know me criticize me because I, I avoid conflict almost at all costs. Well, this one is not, you know, and I, I def- definitely don't like to jeopardize prize relationships. This one, this one is difficult. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to talk. I talked a little bit last time. I sort of introduced it. But I'm going to talk a little bit about the whole spiritual thing because I talked last time about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And I'm going to allude to that, but the funny thing is, is that, you know, people think that that is, it's simple. Nothing's simple. Nothing is simple. And this is not simple. Last time I talked about the Holy Spirit, the move of the Holy Spirit, and the effect of the Holy Spirit, and the effect that if he is moving in a congregation or in a group of people who are open to his move, that 
He heals people. He changes people. He brings change that people in AA and NA and recovery try to work for years to achieve. And he happens, he takes care of it in a moment at the altar. Very efficient and very precious. Very, very precious. I get that. And then I, I get this book. And I don't think I'm willing to dive into the book. I'm going to describe it in sort of generic terms because that's what I want to do. I want to talk a little bit on generic terms about the Holy Spirit and other stuff. A lot of this stuff is in faith persuasions because people are hungry for spiritual stuff. But there's God's spiritual stuff, Jesus' spiritual stuff, and there is other people's spiritual stuff. Well, generally speaking, if you're talking about AA, they weren't, they were Christian in the sense that they, the groups they operated out of were, were Christian. But there was a bit of uh, a bit of searching going on, and even with a, a lot, some of the people, they were they were looking for a spiritual experience, just about anywhere they could find one. And I discovered that when I got into AA, I've described AA as a Star Wars bar scene, spiritually that is. You know, you could find just about anything. When I came to AA. I was a pastor's son, but I, I hadn't been, and never, all my time going to churches, and liberal churches particularly, I had casually flown by. You know, I was attracted to it, but I wasn't that attracted to it. There wasn't commitment, there wasn't understanding, there just wasn't. I figured God was there, and you know, if you ask him, he'd answer, Otherwise, he'd leave you alone. Or he was there, and if you waved at him, saluted to him, then he'd take care of business. And then, if you're reasonably decent, didn't do the really bad stuff. And that, that's what I thought. Lo and behold, after all these years, I'm realizing that there are whole churches, Christian churches, that sort of believe the same thing. You know, he's sort of you know, all-encompassing love. Basis of, of all religions is the loving higher power, whatever the discipline. And lo and behold, this particular guy who is Christian in the sense that he was Franciscan, sort of piggybacked off a lot of traditions and Christians and other places basically the sort of, you know, the all-loving, all-caring, you know, open-minded God. The perfect God. The perfect God for us. You know, care for us, take care of us. You know, we have a boo-boo, he takes care of it. You know, the only thing we need to do is trust him. All we need to do is trust him and be open to information that he provides. Lo and behold, that information is available 
from a multitude of sources. You know, you can get you can get some out of the Bible. You certainly can get some out of the Quran. You can certainly even get some of that stuff out of you know what they call the mystic stuff. So basically God being universal, all loving and all available to everything, then he's going to if if you you diligently seek every place you're going to find everything. It's like you're it's like uh God is like uh a grocery store chain. And you can go just about any place with this chain. You can get just about everything. Like Walmart. God is like universal Walmart. Everybody can come, everybody can shop for free and get just about anything you need. You know, you just have to have a map of where the stores are. You know, and but th- that map is universally available. It's like maps of the programs to drive around. It's, it's universally available. And it's not dependent on just Gulf or, you know, some standard oil or something like that. It was like every place. You can get these maps every place. So if you're diligent, you know, matter, no matter where you go, you're going to find the universal secrets of how things work. And, and, you know, they're all the same because there's one God that's doing it. He's not picky. He's going to give the information to everybody. I mean, that's that's only uh, reasonable. That's only reasonable. I mean, after all, he's a universal loving God. And he wants the best for everybody, so he makes it available. He's the uh, spiritual Walmart. Every place. And you can you can bring your RV and sleep sleep for free in his parking lot, just the way it is. That's who he is. So that attitude about it is very very persuasive, especially to people in recovery, because they say Christ is we understand him. So I mean. Everybody understands Walmart, so you go to Walmart, spiritual Walmart, and you get you get it. And, and the funny thing is, if you go lots of different places, um, if you're careful, you're going to get sort of the same thing. You're going to get sort of the same thing. So that's sort of the gist of it. I'm not giving names or anything like that, but that's that's the gist. You know that there are that there are universal principle, spiritual principles that are available to people who seek. And if you find these principles and you utilize these principles and you utilize the practices you learn in these places that you're going to get enlightened, you're going to you're going to find the secrets, you're going to you're going to find the special sauce. You're going to realize and come to the conclusion that uh, you know you can go to any Walmart and get this. You can get it's it's like universal spiritual truth. And you can go there and get that and that's very comforting. There's none of this bigotry and bias or anything like that. This is a universal truth. You know, this is uh something. There's no, you know, bigotry or s- separation or 
difference. This is just stuff. So that is sort of the 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 background context for talking about the Holy Spirit and talking about this issue of this other stuff coming into recovery because the Walmart stuff is just absolutely if you sit in many meetings that's what you hear uh, I don't I don't I, nobody's going to tell me how to find God I'm going to find God myself and and basically it's I'm going to find the God I want to find. I'm going to find the God I want to find. And, and I'm going to shop at Walmart, and I have every right, because of a loving God, to pick the size and the shape and the kind that I want. And nobody in AA has any right to tell me any different. And I can practice it. What they, I can buy the thing at the store and put it on and try it out. And if it works, then I'm going to go to AA and tell everybody, hey, this flavor I got at Walmart worked. And, and that fits with my experience at AA. You know, I, I and, and before I really got saved, that, that was what it was. You know, I was exposed to my first sponsor, did tarot cards. Other people, therapists and stuff, did transcendental meditation and a bunch of other stuff and I like a dummy I, I chased a girl into a prayer meeting and I went with this culty charismatic renewal stuff I was blown away so was that another shelf at Walmart that's the question that's the question that's the question that you have to ask and you have to be honest. You're listening to me, and you're saying, well, that's what I believe. I believe it's just, you know, you just go shopping for the best thing that fits. So is that true? And I think that anybody in the program will say, well, that's what I want. I want, I, I want to pick the size and the flavor I want. And I'm going to drive the car, and I'm going to pick the thing that gives me the best ride, that fits the situations in my life, that fits the situation in my family's life. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I want. And you know, at Walmart, you can get anything you want at a reasonably good price better than most so why not shop at walmart for spiritual stuff why not shop there now i've spent a lot of time i've spent like god 18 minutes 18 20 minutes building the premise i'll try to trim it down but do you understand what i'm saying you know spiritually we think and like spiritual stuff that's comfortable basically you know my generation if i'm talking to you um like i got sober when i was 28 not long after i got sober star wars came out and it was it was a i love i love star wars i've seen everyone and i've seen them a million times and i loved it and i also love the spiritual part because i was a spiritual guy and i was sort of proud of my spirituality and I loved a spiritual thing 
And I love the idea of what that was. I love the the sort of the powers and the thing and all that stuff. Of course, there was good powers and bad powers. And, you know, I said, okay, and I'd gotten saved, and I, I said, eh. But then I said, well, it's sort of the same, sort of the same. But I've been in Pentecost a long time. I mean, I got saved and I got baptized in the Holy Ghost within two and a half two and a half years. I was baptized in the Holy Ghost. Uh, well, I'm going to explain over time, but and, and I'll talk now a little bit about the principles, and then I'll conclude this this episode because it's getting long. And, and you'll say, well, you, you discovered something that's awful because I like sort of the universal Walmart thing. You know, and a lot of people I know love this universal Walmart thing. There's no judgment, there's no condemnation, there's no nothing. There is just you go to Walmart and you pick the best thing for you. I got saved and I discovered something that was absolutely trans and transitional, transcended me. I stayed sober, but then I got baptized in the Holy Spirit and and I started reading the Bible. I started thinking about the Bible. I started working with it. And I, I started, what they'd say, moved in the Spirit. I moved, I, I, I functioned in the Spirit. And I experienced a lot of a lot of stuff. It wasn't like weird stuff, it was, but it was stuff you couldn't argue with. And, and the Bible was n- not Walmart. It wasn't Walmart. They, you know, the Bible said, yeah, God has his ways, and this is the way he sets the, he sets the tone, which is completely abhorrent, but it worked. It worked. And the Spirit moved in ways that were, were just, you couldn't explain. You know, I moved in the Spirit. I'd get done. I gave a prophecy. Somebody came up to me afterwards and said, Chuck, I just wanted you to know I knew what you said was word for word what the Lord told me the prophecy was. And I'd gotten it before you spoke. And I said, okay, it's nice to get that when you're doing that. Trust me, it's nice to do it because it's a little scary. But I realized that maybe the stuff they said in the Bible was true. That maybe it actually had worked as the, their experience was the same as my experience in different ways, but sort of the same. And I was like, okay. And over the course of the years and over the course of things, I've, I've encountered the fact that this is absolutely real been this isn't walmart this isn't like gee this is sort of the way it, i this is the package i picked out but there's a lot of different ifs. no it was just no this this is this is more than coincidence here and you're going to say i don't believe it that's that's fine it's good great i mean when i'm not saying great i'm saying you're you're going to do what you're going to do but 
I also encountered something else because early I said, what a marvelous thing. Everything has to work this way. God's sort of universal and this is the way it works and this is great and amazing grace, how sweet the sound and everybody runs this way. And if they, if they say they're a Christian, then we're good. I ran into things that I'd never believed. I ran into stuff that was gifted enough so that I got hammered in ways I never understood. I discovered that uh, a person could be close to you, theoretically of the same faith, and be going to Walmart and buying a few extra little goodies. In other words, they could play in the spirit, but they could bring a little extra to the party. And it would mimic the stuff that was happening in the spirit. So I'd get something and I'd think it was the spirit when it wasn't. It turns out that, you know, it's Walmart. You can go in and buy another program. You can go in and dabble in a supernatural without being under authority of the Holy Ghost and be effective. In other words, be able to move things around a lot. And you're saying, this is ridiculous. This is no, this is, I'm telling you, it's true. So all I'm doing is to say this to say, Holy Ghost is true. The Holy Ghost is real and it's beautiful and it's pure and it's a little, a little bit challenging. And if you're walking in the spirit, you're in warfare. You know, you're, you're going to get hammered. You're going to get beat up, but it's real. It's powerful and it's persistent and it'll care for you in the long run. But that does not mean that you can assume that everything you buy at Walmart is manufactured in heaven. Doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way at all. And there's, I was thinking, forgive me, Taiwan, but um, Taiwan was known, at least in the days when I was in the Navy, as you could buy anything at Taiwan but they were very good at counterfeiting. So you could buy the CDs from the United States with the same covers, and it wasn't copyrighted. It was a copy. It was an illegal copy. And it didn't have the same quality. But you could get anything that looked like the real thing, but wasn't the real thing. And I discovered that the spiritual realm was the same way. You know, it looks like it, tastes like it, you know, sounds like it, and it's usually a lot more appealing because it's a lot of the unpleasant stuff has been worked out of it. You say, "Hey, this is great." You know, I can get, I can get all the good stuff with all without the bad stuff. All of a sudden, you found out that there is a, a marketplace for counterfeit stuff. You know, if I want a CD, is so. Peter, Paul, and Mary, I can get it. It's just not Peter, Paul, and Mary. I can get a lot of stuff for cheaper 
But the problem is it's not it's not the real deal. And the also the problem was that you get that new stuff under titles that you trust. It's got it's bugged. It's you know got stuff in it that causes all sorts of other troubles. Oh, this is great. This is awesome. You know, I can get this and not pay the price. Well, the problem with it is they don't tell you what the price is. Spiritually, you know, you can go and just because it sounds good does not mean the program you're getting is good. Because what I learned, what I really learned in all my walking with the Lord is that the counterfeit stuff is a complete lie. It is all the things you want and everything you don't want. Everything you don't want. That's the the bag of garbage. That's the that's the pile done. Is that spiritually you can go to Walmart and get something that looks like and sounds like what you're looking for. It's full of stuff. It's full of bad code. And you know, the problem with it is you take on the bad code and it's not easy to get rid of the bad code. You know, very corrosive, very, you know, it gives you everything you want and takes away everything you need. You know, I think that's the most delicate way I can, if I say demonic and I say binding and I say all that stuff, you're going to run away. But bad code, everybody gets bad code. You know, every everybody gets all the, the stuff, the, the worms and the, the bad stuff and the bugs that come in. Well, spiritually, you go shop at Walmart, you might get some of that stuff. No offense, Walmart, but, you know, that's, that's what it is. So, in spiritual things, if you go in some places that aren't careful, you know, you're going to get something that is amazingly tasty, but has hidden bad code. In other words... It wasn't produced by Peter, Paul, and Mary. It was produced by somebody that sounded like Peter, Paul, and Mary, but embedded it with a lot of bad code. So that's my delicate introduction to this whole thing about other stuff. You know, I didn't talk about it, but, you know, anybody that knows, you know, it's easy to go to Walmart spiritually and get other stuff. And the trick is to discern what's good and what's not good. And I'm going to go into a little bit about what you look for and what it is. What's good and what's not good in another, another episode of the podcast. But this is an introduction of just the idea of a bag of worms. You know, because it looks like and you buy it at Walmart doesn't mean it's not not a bag of worms. You know, it just doesn't mean that. You can't guarantee that because it's it's got a spiritual 
label on it that it isn't a bag of worms. So that's it. Uh, this is Chuck at Lazarus Recovery Podcast at the junction of faith and recovery. And this would be maybe episode 29, Bag of Worms. Thank you much. Don't drink. Go to a meeting. Ask for help. Praise the Lord. Bye-bye.